It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Good morning. Welcome in. Uh, top quality audio and visual for your business, church, or sports facility. Soundcomav.com, Sound and Communications. They've done work all over the Southeast, including in the SEC, Conference USA, Sunbelt, High Schools, Junior College, Sound and Communications, Soundcomav.com. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Our guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line, and we welcome in Mike D. Mike Dettelier joins us at Mike Dettelier on Twitter. Uh, LSU with a uh, heck of a come-from-behind win, outscoring Mississippi State 31-3 to once Mississippi State went up uh, 13-0. to nothing. Uh, Mike, before I get into that, we were talking about crazy firings of coaches. And the video surfaced yesterday of Herm Edwards uh, walking off the field Saturday after a loss to Eastern Michigan, and his athletic director and president were there. Now, whether they fired him right there or not, we don't know. But he was eventually, he was either there or shortly thereafter let go. You know, we know about Lane Train and the tarmac out in L.A., as someone who's been covering Louisiana sports for 40 years, um, what's the craziest firing you have covered, whether it's with the Saints or with LSU? Whoa, that's a good one. Um, Most of it has been sort of the normal uh, way of firing it. I know... um, this was before I even started doing this. Um, Hank Stram told me that when he got fired by then Saints uh, owner John Meekum, uh, Meekum never spoke to him. 
that he wow. sent an assistant. He sent one of his assistants over to tell him, uh, Coach, uh, they decided that uh, they're going to let you go. <laughs> so he said, Mike, I, I never, I never spoke to him that day and afterwards. He said, it, never, we never had a conversation, never. Uh, he said it was a deal where he sent one of his assistants over to my home uh, to say, uh, Coach, uh, they decided to go in another direction, and uh, you're fired. So, you know, when you get a chance, uh, go clean out your office. But he said, I, I, I never, I never saw Meekum, mm. never saw him. <laughs> so, uh, that one, uh, now that's a pretty good one. Uh, you know, uh, you get fired, and you know, the owner doesn't even do it. <laughs> he sent somebody else over there to do it. Man, uh. Did Mr. Benson fire Mike Ditka, or did someone else? Do you remember in the Saints yeah, organization? Yeah, um, Mike. Um, Mike told me the story that he came into the office that day, and and, and Benson asked him, uh, "Could I see you?" And he said, "We had a, a long conversation. That hey, I, I just don't think this is working, Mike, and, I, and I'm going to have to let you go." Uh, so he said, "You know." It was he understood where Benson was coming from, but he said he did not realize he fired everyone that day. <laughs> he fired the general manager uh, Terry O'Neill, who was in a, the salary cap and vice president. He Mike said I, I didn't realize he fired everyone. Mm. It just wasn't him. It was it was everybody going. Uh, so yeah, but you know he. Uh, Benson fired Ditka, but but brought him in, and and they spoke. Uh, Mike told me almost an hour, almost an hour. Really? Yeah. He said it was. He said it was a long conversation um, about football and life and everything else. So he said it was a. He said, you know, I, he said it was much better than how I left Chicago. <laughs> because he said, you know, with McCaskey, he was just looking to get rid of me, and it all stemmed from an incident that um, Mike did not know the young McCaskey at this time. Um, he said, uh, you know, my dealings had always been with the, the old Papa Bear himself, George Hallis, or with his brother Muggs Hallis. And he said, I see this kid, and he's got shorts on and, you know, the white socks and tennis shoes, and he's running the track at our training camp. And he said, you know, my thing is, who, who is this guy? And uh, he, he sent an assistant over to tell him, hey, hey, w- what are you doing? And he said, uh, well, I'm, I'm getting my, my exercise in this morning. He said, no, question is, who are you? And he said, I'm Virginia McCaskey's grandson. And so when they told it to Mike, you know, in typical Ditka fashion, he got all upset about it. He told him, hey, kid, go run somewhere else. Mm. This is for real players. This isn't for fans of the team. And, and I know you related, you know, to Miss McCaskey. But he said, you know, I, I don't want you running the track here. Uh, so Mike said, all of a sudden, you know, George Hallis dies. And his brother takes over. Muggs dies. I don't think Muggs was in there no more than four or five months. He passed away. And guess who becomes the new owner? Virginia McCaskey. She takes over and in less than 60 days hands the team over to guess who? The kid that was running the track. 
What? Mike McCaskey. <laughs> so he said, Mike, and I'm going to clean it up because Ditka was colorful with his language. <laughs> he said, just watch out who you talk to. I said, what are you talking about? He said, man, that son of a gun became my boss, and he hated me from the day he was the owner to the day he fired me. And he said, basically told me it's the, one of the best days of my life I get to fire you. Wow. So he said he remembered that. He he remembered that day. And he said, come on, you know. And, and Mike tried to, I, no matter what you might think about him, he really did try to be amicable with everyone. But he said, you know, okay, I see these kids running the track with a whistle around his neck and all. He was like, what, what the hell's going on? And he said, you know, he, he said in a short period of time, the, the two uncles and then it became Virginia, the owner, and then Virginia was, I don't want to run the team. I'm giving it to Mike, my son. And so he said, that son of became my boss overnight. Wow. <laughs> he said, he disliked me from the day he took over, but he said he was sure happy when he fired me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh now, man! Now, now Mike, Mike might have been stretching the rubber band a little bit, but I don't think too much because I've had other people that um, were sort of involved, and they said no. Mike McCaskey really did take great joy in, in firing Ditka, and you know Mike was bigger than life there then. Heck yeah, you know, he was unbelievable. Uh, you know when they doing Saturday Night Live skits about you. And you you sort of bigger than than any personality in the game, you know that can go to your head. And Mike oh, said, "Listen, and some of it, it did." Yeah, he said, "Listen, I, he said I'm gonna be the first one to admit to you. Some of it did." And um, he he played golf with my uncle quite often. Um, uh, my uncle was a bad golfer, just like Ditka was, <laughs> so it must have been one heck of a, a deal with the two of them. But uh, he he told him diff- more than one time. It just you know it, it got to me a little bit, and I needed some time off. And he thought that uh, getting away from the game could clear his head, and he'd have a better perspective. But no, it really didn't. Mike was hard headed, and he was yeah, going to do things his way. Don't you agree, Mike? That that Mike. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, we're visiting with Mike Dettelier, talking about Mike Ditka. Don't you agree that Ditka didn't have the ability to evolve? No, he he didn't. He he just know how to do things one way, um, you know. And Mike was going to do it his way. He didn't care what. Uh, Mike didn't spend a lot of time, you know, like like Sean. 
man, Sean would spend so much time on draft choices every year, and he could talk to you in depth about, say, the top 100. Now, his deal was once you get past there, then he said, no, I'm treading water, so i got to rely on my scouts. Mike was a guy, he didn't want to hear anything the scouts had to say. And, you know, he would come in with a list of guys he wanted, and th- that's who they picked. <laughs> so- yeah, and, and I've had no Hokey. Uh, Hokey was part of the scouting department back then. And um, Hokey, God bless him, he would tell me, Mike, he'd come in with that little piece of paper, you know, and he'd say, boys, this is who we're going to pick. And he said, you know, some of that, we looked at that and said, you know, what, what are you watching? Uh, a couple of them, he said, I knew you couldn't play. Oh, and man. He said, you know, he'd come in, he said, Mikey had that little piece of paper. And that's what that was who we were going to pick. But Mike, you know, he had it his own way. He was going to do that. Nothing got in the way of a, a golf game in the morning. Kevin Mawai was a free agent. Back then, from Seattle, and, you know, Kevin had played at LSU, had been an all-SEC player there and a really good NFL player. Kevin comes in early on a Saturday morning and wants to tour the facilities and talk to Ditka. And Ditka's deal was I talked to him 10 minutes because uh, he interrupted my uh, my golf game, and he let somebody else handle the rest of it. Wow. Guess what? Kevin went on the line with the Jets instead. <laughs> no kidding. But that was Mike being Mike, uh, and, and to the end, uh, when he drafted Ricky Williams, uh, Mike's hip and knees didn't work real well, and we were on a stage, and he could not walk up those stairs. Uh, they had three people from the Saints I actually sort of picked him up, and I helped him uh, get onto the stage because um, he couldn't walk. And man, the people were going nuts that day. I mean. It was bedlam. It's still kind of etched in my head uh, that noise that we were, and we were doing this at the Saints facilities at that time. And man, people were so excited and so enthused and everything else. And man, it was loud inside this tent where we were doing it. And he looked at me and he said, "You know what? This is how Hitler started." <laughs> you know, because you know people they revered Mike. At then, no matter what Mike would have done, you know, people were going to go along with him, and, and and that was part of it. But it was it was Mike being Mike, and he's like, uh, you know, if your uncle's going to play uh, golf tomorrow, I said, uh, I, I have no idea. Uh, he said, well, okay. Then he said, uh, I'll, I'll see if he's going. He said because uh, we don't have any more picks, so he said, uh, yeah, I got a lot of time. <laughs> Oh man, that's true though. Yeah, man. So it was. You know, it's Mike. It was Mike being Mike. I yeah. mean, you know, he was going to be character. that way. Uh, but no, he he never really evolved. He he talked it. He really did because he did before he got back into the game. He did a weekly casino show uh, with us on WWL every Wednesday, uh, and he would he they would fly him in and he would do the show and. And then they'd fly him out, and, you know, he got paid a lot of money for doing it. He didn't leave with much money because, you know, Mike was a bad gambler. I mean, he just wasn't very good at it. Um, and and he his temper got the best of him, too, at times. But uh, uh, they made money off of Mike, despite the fact they paid him a ton of money to come in to do the show. <laughs> Mike, I don't think, ever left with a nickel of the money. 
because mm. he, he'd gamble all night. He, he had a good time with it, and you know he was out of the game, so you know you know it was some pastime for him. But oh yeah, uh, he talked it and he said all the right things. But when he got the job, it wasn't. Uh, and Richie Pettibone, who was good friends with Mike, uh, teammate of his with the Bears, and Richie had just left Washington at that time. He tried to get Richie out of retirement. Uh, to be the uh, defensive coordinator, and Richie, right off the bat, told me, Mike's never going to change. He is who he is, and despite what he's telling all of y'all, he's never going to change. Richie was 5,000% right. Mm. And he and he loved the, the, the spotlight, you know, people cheering for him and everything. He, he That was well, a part of him, and he really, really, really liked that part of being in the center of attention and man, he had commercials here. Uh, if he didn't have six to eight, he didn't have a one. I mean, he had a ton of commercials uh, that he was making here. Uh, so you know, he he was part of the money making apparatus, which that he could do really well. He knew that part. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV New Orleans on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, Mike, give me a couple of minutes. Uh, Mississippi State jumped on LSU. I thought LSU made it a street fight midway through the second quarter. Took the gloves off and really did a, a 180 and dominated the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. And I thought House made some adjustments and really got uh, Leach and the offense mixed up. And LSU's not necessarily a good team, but, man, do they have some dudes. And then outscored Mississippi State 31-3. to Your thoughts? I thought LSU's defense won the game for them. And very – okay, this isn't a shock, but some peculiar play calling on Leach. Uh, and kept going for it on fourth down. And some of those plays, um, LSU players in the locker room said, we knew exactly what they were going to do, you know. And so it, <laughs> Mike Leach helped, I'll be honest with you. That was some strange play calling in that game, um, especially in critical down and distant spots. 
But L- didn't LSU's defense look a lot like the ones of 09 and 2010 mm-hmm. and 2011? We haven't seen that that type of aggressiveness and run to the football in quite some time. And they really look good. Even the national championship year, uh, they weren't great on defense. They were, you know, they were above average, but they weren't a great defensive team. Uh, What they could do was hit you with the tsunami with points, and then they could rush you afterwards. But that defense was really good. B.J. Ojolari, I think Mississippi State's still trying to block him. I mean, oh, they'll have nightmares the about Ojolari for weeks, if not months. Yeah, he he was in the backfield as much as Will Rogers was, <laughs> and uh, you know, then the kid Hal Perkins, who we've heard a lot about, uh, the freshman from uh, Texas. God, he's uh, he, good. He, he he's really good. And then Jay Ward. Uh, this was certainly Jay's best game as an LSU defender, a leader out in the secondary. But I thought LSU's coverage-wise, they did a good job. Gave up a couple of big runs. But other than that, their defense really wanted for them. Daniel struggled and struggled uh, all game long. And I think the most peculiar thing we got out of this was on third down, why are they not trying to do something different to stop Malik Neighbors? Malik has been the guy despite all the hype about Keyshawn Booty, Malik has been the guy that Daniels trust the most uh, early this season. You can tell. He goes to him on third down, and they treated him like he was the fifth receiver on LSU's team. And every third down, they were throwing the football to Malik. He was the MVP of the fall drills. That was That's no question. Now, he had a rough day against Florida State fielding punts, but as a receiver, he's been LSU's best receiver, and they leave him one-on-one. That, to me, was, come on, somebody's not paying attention here uh, of where Daniels wants to go with the football because in the first two games, when he needed something, he'd find Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors, first time I saw him, and it was at a camp, it popped in my head who he reminds me of. And it, it's a former LSU player, Wendell Davis. And Wendell was an all-SEC player. I think he was the SEC Offensive Player of the Year uh, as a senior. And that's who he reminds me of. Wendell was a first-round pick of the Bears till he tore up his knee um, a little bit later in his career. But that, that's who he reminds me of. Great route runner. He's got a, a, some hitch in the giddy-up. Uh, after the catch, too, man, he can get away from you. And that surprised me. It is though they had not really paid attention to what Daniels had done the first couple games with Malik. And they were all concerned about uh, Booty beat him. But, but, but Booty was not the guy that Daniels has gone to a lot. He, he, but he trusts Malik neighbors. And it, it was strange uh, to watch it, but LSU's physicality was there, starting two freshman offensive tackles, and I thought both of them really played well. Uh, you know, Mississippi State part. couldn't take advantage of two freshman offensive tackles. No, um, they, could, they could not. And LSU got a running game going a little bit, and um, I think uh, we saw a little bit more of uh, John Emery than I thought we would. Because John had told me he thought he'd probably get three or four carries. He got more than that. And um, so I think you saw the glimpse of, of what Emory could do as a runner. And I think 
he's a really uh, big part of it. But um, LSU's special teams, again, melted down. State got some really nice runbacks. And, you know, if you're a punt return guy, get the hell away from the ball. You don't need the yardage at this point. You got a big lead. Why are you trying to field a punt? Uh, but, um, again, I think it was a signature game for LSU to win uh, because Agreed. you needed something there against an opponent like Mississippi State because Brian said something sort of strange during the week about they have to start trusting us as a staff. And I think when you say it, you know that maybe there was some trepidation there about just trust us. We, we're going to put you in the right spot. And there comes a moment like that for every coach at any school that you take over and you're trying to do things differently, and they have to trust you. And I think that kind of solved the trust moment. And now LSU's got New Mexico and Auburn next. <laughs> and so – you know, they're going to take care of New Mexico. And, man, the way Auburn played against Penn State, good gracious. Is that the next burn down of a coach? Yes. You can start to see that, boy, that's some, that's some kindling of that, you know, where it, it could get really bad. It could get bad for coach. Yeah. We'll leave it there. Mike Detillier at Mike Detillier on Twitter. Uh, WWL Radio TV New Orleans, and Mike joined us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Thanks, Mike D. Appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it, Bo. Uh, boy, I thought Mike framed up the MSU-LSU game really well and some great storytelling on Mike Ditka. Um, I could do that for another hour. Uh, Saints fans were so... This is what happens. It's happened to Mississippi State and Ole Miss and Tennessee and... Um, just depends on what's going on. Saints fans were so desperate to win that when they landed a big name, it didn't matter what he did because they were irrelevant from 19... I mean, that was that one little 89 to 92 stretch or whatever with Mora. But other than that, they were so desperate to win. Ditka had won for about, I don't know, four years with the Bears. Of course, the 85 Super Bowl, you could argue he underachieved. He didn't believe in playing offense and didn't allow Jim, Jim McMahon to throw the football. I was at that Super Bowl in New Orleans when they beat the Patriots. Um, but, you know, they were so desperate to win that it was like uh, absolute power absolutely corrupts, and Ditka had absolute power and was still living on what he did with the Bears from about 85 to 87 or 8. And... We all know what what happened there. Um, That was fun. Mike D on the show brought to you by Sound and Communications. That's right. Sound and Communications. Soundcomav. Soundcomav.com. The leader in audio and visual for your business, for your church, for your sports facility. They've done work around the southeast, all over the southeast and the state of Mississippi, obviously. Soundcomav.com. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the top audio-visual company in the state of Mississippi, Sound and Communications. Good morning. Welcome in. We've got uh, several topics to hit. And there's one stat that we found that I think should make Ole Miss fans happy. And we'll discuss on the other side. The Out of Bounds Show. 
Brought to you by Fleetway Market. Fuel up at Fleetway Market in Gluckstadt. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChumpaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.